guys, welcome to not a roundtable episode, but a solo show, and I'm your host, Ruben Prime. Uh, right now, my two co-hosts won't be able to get on just yet. We're going to be recording our usual roundtable episode later on uh, tonight. Today's date is February 21st, 2019. I should really start dating these podcasts, but in the future, I most definitely will. So I just wanted to get something out to you guys because I'm trying to make it as consistent as possible to get at least one episode a week. And if I got to go at it by myself, so be it, you know? So I just want to talk about just been just you know you have that really just annoying itch that you can't scratch you, you try to but you can't and uh it's just with today's society and, and culture or as i say lack of culture because we're not taught culture what we're being taught is to be oppressed depressed and not deal with our problems and we go and create even worse. We create our own boogeyman. If we can't find them, we'll just create them. And for example, uh, this this guy, this crisis actor, uh, Jesse Smollett, if I'm pronouncing that name wrong, apologies, but you know, it is what it is. So he apparently made up a hate crime you know, him and a couple of buddies he hired to, you know, uh, to perform this hate crime on himself. Uh, it was found out that it was all set up, it was all staged, and he's going to jail a minimum of a year, maximum of three years if convicted. And this is like... Stuff that me and Agent Neil and Ron himself, stuff that we talk about, you know, when the microphones aren't live, just, you know, how our usual conversations go and we touch on these topics a lot and how people are just so oppressed that they're just trying to look or create in this case, you know, boogeyman. We go around perpetuating, oh, white people are this, white people are that, cops are this, cops are that. And yes, to be fair, there are a lot of people out there that are ignorant, that are prejudiced. But to just, out of the jump, to make up and to fabricate this, this hate crime, like, especially in the city of Chicago where this happened, there's... A lot of murders going on, a lot of incidents, and for the police over there to take their time to deal with this and then learn that it's fake, it's appalling. It's an insult. And also, people that were questioning this, like, hey, like, you know, where's the evidence? What's, what's this? You know, is this legitimate? And, of course, the 
SJWs, social justice warriors, and you know BLM and all the liberal, you know fronts, of course, shot people down. Say, hey, you know, shut up. This happened. This is real. Like, you know, why are you asking questions? Just go along with it. Because oh, we're you know, you're a minority. You're you're black. You're you're white. This that. Because you belong to a certain ethnicity or group, you have to go along with whatever narrative is being thrown at you. When you have to go by facts, the evidence, not by, oh, well, this happened to someone and someone happens to be this color, this group, or this race, or whatever. So you have to go along with it. And to me, that's very disingenuous. And in fact, that's a form of racism. You cannot expect people to take you seriously when all it is is just fake narratives thrown around. So your agenda could be set. And this is what me and my two co-hosts were saying uh, last on last week's episode regarding the Broly voice actor. Uh, Vic, who's been, you know, accused of sexual misconduct and at these cons, and it's found out to be, you know, false, and he's actually suing. And this narrative has been put into place because they want him out the job. And now that the house of cards are tumbling, people are backtracking, people are, are retracting their story and now they're staying quiet when beforehand when the optimal time to shut the hell up and just bring out evidence and let the evidence speak for itself they were just talking and talking and talking and running their mouth about absolutely nothing and even worse with you know the case with Vic the people that were coming forward they were threatening fans. They were threatening a lot of the fans that were asking questions. Same with this Jesse Smollett, uh, you know, case. They were threatening people. Hey, like you better take our word for it. Like people were asking me about evidence. Why do we need evidence? Like you got to take my word for it. Same thing. It's like the, the same mo, the same crap. The same BS that you hear from all these social justice warrior cases, all these, oh, I, my safe space was crumbled. Help me, help me. It's it's so uh, preposterous how in today's society you you have to create your own boogeyman. You see someone that's in their you know in their peak with Vic, for example, and they're tearing them down. And, you know, I I'm jumping back and forth between the Jesse Smollett situation and the Broly voice actor, uh, uh, Vic. But these two coincide with each other. And you see the, the parallel, you see the similarities, and it's so, it's, it's, it's crazy. You, you see how these things are, these two cases are, similar with the opposition telling us, telling the public that, 
you got to take our word for it. You got to believe us because our word is our bond. That's what we have. We don't have any evidence. And instead of just putting forth the evidence and let it speak for itself, you go on social media and talk and talk and talk and talk and dig yourselves into a deeper hole. And the same thing with, you know, in the Jesse Smollett case. People were just asking, hey, where is the evidence? Because sometimes we can't just take what goes on in the news, you know, as gospel. Because a lot of times, and all the time, media is used to control people, to oppress people, to put people in fear, to make them submit, you know, and... When people are asking about, you know, this hate crime, okay, like, what's going on with this, asking questions, you know, it's something as a free human, you know, should do and can do, you know, they were threatened. They were like, hey, like, you know, shut the hell up. Why are you talking about this? Like, it happened. You you had to take our war for or else. And this is the, this is the main issue I have with this because it's like every single time some, you know, fake media outrage happens, and it's always with a liberal group, always with a damn liberal group, it's, you know, it's always, it always comes out later on that, oh, well, this didn't happen this way, and it was fabricated, or, you know, there's a lot of things omitted from, you know, from the reports, from the investigation, so on and so forth, and, it's just getting to that point, guys, that, you know, now like, you got to expect every week, you know, like I was saying on the last episode, the flavor of the month. That's what it is. The the, the Baskin and Robbins of oppression is full with 31 flavors. You know, what, what, what's, what's the flavor for next week? What's the flavor for next month, the next day, the next year? Because this is basically what's going on. You you see people are going to such lengths to create boogeyman, to create what they hate, you know, and so much talks about our president. Yeah, you may not like him, not a fan of his either, but at the same time, as a president, they're saying, oh, this president is, you know, dividing us, he's dividing the country, but how can you say that when, on the flip side, you're doing exactly what you're accusing of this president of doing, stirring up division, pitting friends and and family against each other because you have a different opinion, you know, and this, this was upsets me, as people, you know, I'm Hispanic, you know, minority, black, Hispanic, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm an American first, but, you know, put it out there, you know. As as that, it's very hard to have and hold certain opinions or certain beliefs because because you're with this group, oh, you're Hispanic, you're, you're black, oh, you're minority, oh, you're, uh, you know, whatever political, you know, affiliation you have, you had to go along with with the majority rule. And that's fucking bullshit. You know, excuse my French. 
And it is really upsetting because you cannot have your own opinions nowadays. You have to basically go along with everyone or else be ridiculed and pointed at, laughed at, even threatened, you know, even threatened with violence. And to the extreme, you get killed. People get killed for having different opinions, and it's, it's very radical. And, you know, people I hear saying, oh, you know, we gotta have, we gotta have a race war. This is the only way, you know, it's gonna happen, and blah, blah, blah. And people are wanting it. It's like, do you, are you guys really ready for a race war? Like, think about that. A lot of y'all claiming they are tough, but when it comes down to it, y'all, y'all hide. Same ones that saying F the police, y'all be trying to find the police, call them when, you know, shit hits the fan. And it's just hilarious to me that people are clamoring for something that they have no idea what's going to be. Like, uh, you know, it, it is mind-boggling how just people say the most idiotic things because they don't agree with someone. And I guarantee, sit down, you know, with an average Trump uh, Trump supporter, excuse me, with an average Trump supporter or, you know, someone sits down with with a liberal and just cut all the the, the political parties because they're all fucking joke. Liberal, Democrat, Republican, you know, conservative, it's all a fucking stage, you know? And when people sit down, have a discussion with people on the other side of y'all, and be humans, don't be a Republican, you know, conservative, don't be a Democrat or a liberal, just be you, be a human being first. Because at the moment, you remember who you are. You remember, hey, I'm a fucking human being. You know, my life has value. I have rights. And we need to act accordingly. We can't be acting like savages. For a country that's, you know, as a country that's, uh, you know, in, in the in the free world, we're acting like such savages when it comes to different opinions, and it it's just really, it's just really frustrating having to deal with that on a daily basis. And you know, I just I'm I keep to myself. You know, me personally, I keep to myself. Uh, I keep up with the news when I can, but I don't go seeking out these things you know, every day, like other people do, you know, they go out, seek the, seek these things, and even worse, they'll fabricate it, like this guy, Jesse Smollett, uh, in this case, what he did, so he can get attention, you know, fame, a little bit of glory, his 15 minutes, you know, under the lights, and it's, it's a shame, like, we go to such lengths to get attention, because in the real world, if people don't know who you are, you know, from this, you ain't shit, you know? You, you, you're just a, another guy. There's another guy on the bus, on the train, you know, driving to and from work. It's another, you know, it's another 
the person in, in the big city. Like, we're, you know, here's minuscule. So people do these things so that way they can get fame, get popularity. And it is, it's such a, it's such a, a telling case of our culture because we as a culture or a lack of culture all it is is based on attention it's all based on uh social media and, and getting likes on instagram and, and getting recognition for the wrong reasons and this guy the way they caught him in many ways that he gave money to the people that he hired you know to do the crime from his own personal bank account, be it a check. You know, if you were smart, you would just use cash or whatever. You know, I wouldn't use cash out because, you know, they can track that, but cash. And this is proof that people are just so fucking stupid. They'll, they'll leave their brains on the table just to get fame and they forget, oh, crap, you know, I gotta, you know, cover my tracks a little better. And this, this is, it's just telling, it's really telling the, the controlled, you know, the controlled media is another arm in this, you know, it's basically the, the liberal media's a tool to control media, to control the flow of information and we see this. Anything that, that's pro-liberal, they'll put a shine on it. Or in other cases, they will just gloss over it when it's to the detriment. And then when it's anything conservative, or just anything that they don't like, they will attack it, they will spin it, they will flip it anyway, because it's not their... It's not their uh, what's the word jesus uh narrative there you go it's not it's not their narrative so they're not gonna follow it since it's not their narrative and you have this as a result and the the proof is there that this fake hate crime jesus christ like black people should be fucking just chomping at the bit to you know, had this guy arrested because he's making y'all look bad. And the funny thing is, like, I did a double take. I thought he, he was white. He's like, oh, okay, like, you know, this guy, you know, this guy, you know, light-skinned black, whatever. But black people should be chomping at the bit with this because he's making y'all look bad. Not only did he botch a fucking hate crime. You know, if you're going to do something, do it right. You know, this just proves that people do anything and everything to get attention. You know, just another crisis actor. You know, just another crisis actor trying to uh, get his gold medal in the oppression Olympics because th that's all to do now. Instead of working and, and doing your best to to make it in life we just gotta create more hate crimes we gotta you know fake hate crimes 
and there are real things going on out there, actually, actual real crimes that are going on, and the sky, you know, just wasted taxpayers' dollars on this, and also, like I said earlier, in the worst city when it comes to violence, like Chicago, like, what the fuck is wrong with this person, like, this person should be, you know, you'll be thrown in jail, but for how long? We don't know until the sentencing happens. And, you know, it's just like Christ Almighty. Like, what is what is wrong with people? And, you know, this comes in into the other part. Like, what's wrong with our culture? What is wrong with society? And I tell you what, this, through media, through the news, like I said, controlled media, you have this because we're taught, and you know, this is gonna rustle up a few feathers, but you know, I, I don't care. This is the truth, this is what it is. Black people, in all intents and purposes, the majority of them, if you're not included in that, then you don't need to worry, but you know, the majority of black people just love being offended. Is love being uh, victimized. They love the victimhood because at the end of the day, if they cannot find or, or look for these these things and create, and there's been a lot of hoax fake crimes. You know, I don't have the statistic right in front of me, but, you know, it's gone up. And, you know, out of the blue. And it's like, yeah, they're actually crime, they're actual crimes that happen. But there's so many that all of a sudden are on the spotlight. And why is that? It's just not only fake media outrage, but for this race war to come to fruition. And, you know, just black people love the, the victimhood. If they cannot find it, they will manufacture it. They will create it. They love creating boogeyman. If they cannot find a boogeyman, they will create it. Because it's hard for people. And, you know, I got this quote from someone that it holds true. People will do the most ridiculous things, insane things, if that means aborting face in their own soul. And I keep that quote really close because I see that nowadays. I see the fact that people are willing to do anything and everything ridiculous, crazy, idiotic, you know, ghastly, you know, insane. If that means I don't have to look at themselves, you know, just like people go to parties, they, they go to these really loud parties, they, they get wild, they do all, all this crazy shit. So that way they're not alone with their thoughts. Because the moment they're alone with their thoughts, game over. It's going to eat them up. So you do anything. It means shopping. It means going to clubs. It means get it on with someone or somebody's. You know, that's the way that they will, you know, silent. You know, make those voices silent in their head. Because they don't want to face the demons that they've created. And it's to that point that people... Uh, that 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 extent that people are willing to go, and it's a shame. And I see this all the time. 
we're not even looking at him, not even like just oh I'm just looking no like it's every day I'm on social media I see this and I see people outrage oh you know and I'm like you know it sucks but you know you gotta see you gotta give it time to see how this turns out how this plays out as soon as you do it's found out that you know the story's been fabricated or there's more to the story and people just you know, look down at their feet. They just, you know, you know, just shuffling their feet around. You know, all this outrage, and then when things are resolved and more information comes to light, they just, you know, pretend doesn't happen. They just, you know, they they simmer down, and they went to the next, you know, issue to come across. You know, their news feed or on the TV, and you know, they get outraged again. And that's how it is nowadays. Like, people don't, they don't want to look for, you know, information. They don't want to actually do research. They don't want, they don't want to wait. Like, everything is fed in sound bites. Everything is fed in, in bits. You know, information, you know, news, entertainment, food. And I love food, but everything is fed up in little bits and, and, and bites. Nothing is, you know long and, you know, long-lasting and, and, and fruitful and, and flavorful, you know, everything is fed up in little bites because people's attention spans have so lowered that people don't want to have the time to look for, you know, information. They just want it quick. They want it now. They want it now, right away, right away. They don't want to look for too much so if they can get it in small bits which you know in most cases there's nothing wrong with that i feel like that's you know fine if you don't want a long abbreviated news topic you can like chomp it down but then that with that comes people just spinning things Flipping things, you know, putting their own narrative into instead of just giving the facts, pull, pulling the, the bullet points on the table. One, two, three, four, five. Those bullet points, rather than rather than that, it's just, oh, you know, just put out this, you know, put position the camera this way, you know, from, you know, just focus it on one point rather than focusing on a broad picture so that way you don't see everything else that's going on. You just focus on one point and that's what happens when things are fed to you in little bites and little sound bites. That's what you get. And to me, that's just, you know, very disingenuous and people that go along with it that they don't want to look into stuff, they get what they get. They get what they deserve because it's up to you no one, and, I, and I, I say this to my friends and family, no one cares about you as much as you do. You cannot count on others to give you that information. You have to go at it on your own, have that information, find it, rather than just taking people's word for it. Because most of the time, 
you can't. You gotta go and you know seek out the information. And and the age of smartphones and technology and and you have phones that are you know faster than computers from you know ten years ago, twenty years ago. It's crazy. Remember when I had my first computer? You know it had a couple of gigabytes worth of of RAM, right? like not even gigabytes, megabytes of RAM. Hard drive was maybe 200, maybe 250 gigabytes of a hard drive, a hard disk drive. Now we have, you know, three, four, five, six, ten terabytes. You know, we have solid state drives, you know, non-mechanical drives. You know, we have powerful machines that can fit in our pockets, you know. You know, phones are getting smaller and smaller. Computers are getting thinner and thinner. You know, the amount of computing power doubles every year. And to think that we have all that at our disposal, but we're not using it, it's really a shame. And it just shows how much we've been dumbed down. And, you know, it's the reason why people are just so susceptible to the media, because we're bombarded with stress of, of life, work, school, you know, our spouses, family problems, you know, other issues in our lives. And then we hear about this and we just tap out. We hear about things and we'll just take it for face value because, you know, we're just so just beat up from real life. We're so beat up from real life that whatever comes our way, we just take it. We accept it. And that's why... When we've been traumatized, our brains are more susceptible to, you know, suggestion and, and, you know, media. You know, media, the mainstream media are the true wizards. You know, they can make things disappear. They can make things appear from out of nowhere, you know. And that's the, the beauty of it. And that's the most scariest thing about it. And... You know, we had to really, you know, take a step back and think about, you know, our culture, not only as Hispanics, not only as blacks, not only as white, Asian, etc., but as just human, you know, the human culture. We had to really take a step back and, and just think about that because at the end of the day, it, it's... It's just getting to that point that we're just becoming just drones. All we are is just mindless drones. And we cannot just take things for face value. We can't have this this mob mentality when it comes to certain things. We can't just uh, crucify people for having a different opinion. You know, it's like wearing a scarlet letter. You know. That that has to stop right now, because to to walk around and be afraid of having you know opinions and it's like hey like no one asks for your opinion but to even have it to have a different view on something from everyone else it, it's it it weighs heavy on you it weighs heavy on your heart to have to just have that. 
and you can't talk to people about it or better yet you can't even have a debate about it because then people will overtalk you people will condemn you they will gang up on you you know the mob mentality gang mentality or mob up, mob up on you for what and it's really it's just really 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 telling of our society and culture that we cannot have different opinions and, and be human about it. We can't even be adults about it. And to just to just see that I'm at work, you know, outside and you just hear this shit go on and it's like, wow, like no wonder like I I don't like people that much. I, I like, you know, I like animals better because at least they, they ain't gonna really kill you. They, they're not gonna attack you. You know, maybe if you take away their chew toy or don't feed them, they'll attack you. But, you know, they're not, you know, they're loving companions. You know, most animals are civilized and they come from, from the jungle, you know, a lot, you know, from the wild. You know, it's all instinct. And they act more civil than how we humans act, you know? And it's it's such a damn shame having to just to experience that. But just hopefully from this long segment that people take a listen to this and they realize that, hey, like, you know, we had to really think back and, and take a step back and, you know, have learn to have uh, opinions and learn that, hey, people are going to have different opinions. They may not like it, but you have to respect it. Just as long as not hurting your, you know, yourself, other people, it's all good. You know, you don't have to like the person. You don't have to braid each other's hair. You don't have to play jump rope. You don't have to, you know, sleep in the bunk bed together, but just have a, a understanding we need to have, we need to come to a discernment. And once people do, and they, just, they stop with all the noise, all the BS, stop it and just listen. Just open up, be more understanding. And you'll find that you'll be able to be more fulfilled just by listening, just by understanding. You know, and I feel like once that happens, we humans can get along pretty well, you know? But until then, it ain't looking too good for us, Chief, so. We are now able, using computers, to accurately determine an individual's zodiacal potential for response to environmental situation stimuli. Kajur's zodiacal potential for evil is so high that he must dominate others. He has no choice. We are, now able, we are now able, using computers, to accurately determine an individual's zodiacal potential for response to environmental situations and stimuli. Kajur's zodiacal potential for evil is so high that he must dominate others. He has no choice. We are now able, using computers, to accurately determine an individual's zodiacal potential for response to environmental situations and stimuli. Kajur's zodiacal potential for evil is so high that he must dominate others. He has no choice. We are now able, using computers.
computers to accurately determine an individual's zodiacal potential or response to environmental situations and stimuli. Kajur's zodiacal potential for evil is so high that he must dominate others. He has no choice. So another thing I want to talk about is artistry and how it's basically turned into copy and paste. A coworker and I were talking about this. Uh, him and a, another coworker of ours were talking about sports, and they brought up, you know, 2000, uh, the year 2000, and you know, that time of basketball. And like my ears perked up. I was like, you know, does someone say 2000s basketball? And it was something about uh, not doing uh, checks, you know. Uh, ball checks that they don't do that anymore and I said wow that's crazy like that's how out of the loop I've been with basketball and you know other sports and when I told him about wrestling he said yeah like I haven't watched wrestling in a while because you know the artistry is dead like it's 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 no there's no substance anymore the the art of wrestling, art of, you know, sports, it's, it's, it's that is all about big contracts, in basketball's case, it's all about the big contracts, it's all about, you know, sponsorships and having to appease them, and just doing the really, really uh, uh, big shots and whatever, like, I haven't watched basketball, I haven't watched a basketball game in, in years, like, just sat down and watched a whole game, you know, from quarter to quarter to quarter to quarter. It's just been little blips and sound bites and video clips here, but nothing like like how I watch a wrestling. You know, I sit down, you know, watch a pay-per-view. But it's just something, it's just telling how times have changed and the art for a lot of things you know, it's dead, like, there's no, there's no substance, there's no flavor, like, when I watch WWE Raw, and I didn't mean this to, you know, get into a whole wrestling debate, but, you know, this is one of the things I'm passionate about, I see this, and, you know, I listen to different podcasts, and they say the same thing, like, just filler, you know, this is a bunch of filler, a lot of wrestling and a lot, a lot of everything nowadays is a bunch of filler. There's no, there's no art to it. The craft, the, the, the care isn't there. It's just all about, in wrestling, you know, the high spots, as they say, uh, flippy shit, doing all the big moves, but no storyline, no progressions uh, with the characters, no uh suspension disbelief it's just all about the high spots and you know short-term planning and short-term thinking and with with sports in general you see that and there's still people within you know the industry that still care but they're overshadowed by you know the the big bucks by those huge contracts and same thing with wrestling there are a lot of talented people in wrestling, don't get me wrong, but it's just the the culture of wrestling where 
you know, it's been put in. So it's basically only about the, the high spots and the flippy stuff. And it's not the wrestler's fault. You know, it's the corporate offices that they're to blame. And I, I see that. And it's just so frustrating. Like, so many things, so many missed opportunities and, and squandered talent. In, in wrestling, and I see this, and it's like, wow, like, how can they mess this up? How can they mess this person up? And, you know, I want to do, like, you know, not to get off topic, but I really want to do a wrestling podcast, and I have a few offers from people to uh, jump along with me uh, just to talk wrestling, and I'm going to take them up on their offer, because this is something I can talk about for hours, but you know, nonetheless, uh, you know, going back to, you know, stifled talent, you know, the talent is there with wrestling with WWE, but it's basically about how to use them, how to utilize them, and they're not being utilized to their fullest potential. A lot of storylines that are, you know, if you can even call them storylines, it's just put two people together and have them wrestle for like two months and they fight at a pay-per-view and it's, they're just trading wins back and forth. There is no, it is no drama. There's no uh, suspension of disbelief. It is the, the characters are made to be, you know, uh, just dumb, you know, unintelligent. Uh, the decision that they make, or that they don't do makes them look really, really, very unintelligent. And it's a shame. Like, all, all this talent and the, the talent pool in WWE is huge. And it just shows that you can have all the best talent in the world, but if you don't know how to utilize them, you know, what's the point? You'd rather just get a few, you know, chimpanzees and they'll probably do it better. You know, they probably have a better product what WWE is offering and it just goes to show you know just paint a picture right there and it goes to show that and you know in today's uh in the entertainment industry it's just no substance it's just nostalgia it's short-term planning uh just uh shock value oh let's let's do this let's just you know throw shit on the wall and see you know how long it'll stick and then that's how we'll decide what to do uh, this week or this month or this day. And it's, you know, it's a shame. Like, I'm I'm still a wrestling fan, you know, uh, tried and true. But it's just those days I'm just like, you know, screw this. Like, what what's the point? You know, what is the point of just, you know, suggest, you know, just putting ourselves through this garbage that they're putting out, and it's not the talent's fault. You know, the talent can do so much what they're given uh, to get themselves over. Yeah, they, they can do so much, and they're, they're not, you know, they're, they're not, uh, you know, it's not fulfilling. Like, you, you see that, and it's like, wow, like, they're, they're trying their best. You know, I wish them all, all the best, but it's like, I remember back in the Attitude Era and even during the Ruthless Aggression Era, there was storylines, there were things that 
on each segment of the card. You know, you have your main event, you have your upper mid card, you have your mid card, you have your lower mid card, you have, you know, your tag teams, you have your, your hardcore division, you know, you have your, your cruiserweight division, you know, women, they were all doing something. Now, they're all doing something, they all had a purpose, and things made sense. Now, if you don't have a title, which, by the way, they have 10 titles now. You know, you have two sets of world title belts. You have two sets of mid-card belts. You have two sets of women's titles. You have two sets of tag team titles. Then you have the new women's tag team titles. And then you have the Cruiserweight title. That's, you know, so many belts. So many belts. And if you don't have a belt, then you're not in a storyline. You're not going to be on a pay-per-view. And even if you have a belt, you're not going to be on a pay-per-view guarantee because, you know, like the mid-card belts, they're basically throwaway titles. WWE has made it their purpose not to uh, put any emphasis on the mid-card belts. And, you know, it's a true shame because... You know, again, the talent is there, but you have all these belts and the brand split. Yeah, pros and cons of the brand split. You know, you have all these titles that, you know, you need to make for two separate brands. And then, you know, there's a chance that not everyone can get over, you know, because everyone has to get a belt. Everyone has to get a prize. But the good thing is that there are some people that wouldn't get over if there was only one set of title belts that can get over. Which, you know, it's a good thing. There's always pros, you know, pros and cons. But I think the cons outweigh the pros because, you know, too much talent, too many belts. Storylines aren't important. Wins and losses aren't important. And there's no progression. There's no growth. It's just, you know, hey, let's put the ball on this person. If you're not in the main event, which... The main event only consists of two or three people at this point. It just shows how lacking creative is. And, you know, again, you know, artistry in wrestling and sports is, is that. It truly is that because, you know, the the craft, the just the spectacle is not there. It's like, it's like a dud. It's like a, a wet firecracker. And I've seen this as time went along, the, the progression or digression, as you want to say, how bad wrestling has gone is overall. And yeah, the, in, in terms of presentation, and this is for WWE, and in wrestling, I feel like there's too much wrestling. There's too many promotions out there that people get fatigued due to watching too much of WWE as well and having too much of variety. Like, there is such thing of having too much of something. You know, all these other companies are propping up and it's like, why have all these companies while are these indie promotions? And... You know, something, you know, if you don't like this flavor of wrestling, there's another flavor that you may like, and that's cool and all. That's great. But I feel like 
is way, way too many. And worst of all, that, you know, few of them or, you know, a good chunk of them are trying to compete with WWE. And it's like, you cannot compete with, you know, World Wrestling Entertainment. Like, you can't. It's a juggernaut. Even on their worst day, they'll still be the biggest. You know, they're not the bus, but they're the biggest. And, you know, people have to realize that. They have to understand that. They have to come to that understanding because, you know, don't try to compete. Just be your own entity. You have to be your own entity. You have to try to just have your own identity because if you try to be someone else, then you will, you know, fall on your face like TNA did. They try to reignite the Monday Night Wars. Ha ha. And, you know, you saw how that went down and they went back to, you know, to uh, Thursday nights. You know, pretty embarrassing. But, you know, artistry is dead. It's all copy and paste. Um, there's no creativity, you know, and as much as creative, as much as, as you can be creative, it, it's like, it's been stifled. And, you know, it's a real shame because me, I, I love wrestling. I love the, the craft, the story. I'm more of a, of a storyline type of guy, a progression, you know, a bit layered and, and complex storylines. But I love, you know, you know, there's a little bit of that in wrestling, and that's why I enjoy wrestling, you know, though that part and, and many others. You know, the big moments, the you know, the, the lights, the grandeur, all that stuff all that stuff, excuse me. But it's not there anymore. And same thing with any form of entertainment, you know, drawing a lot of people, you know, copy and paste, artistry into copy and paste. You know, artists are just a lot of copy and pasters. A lot of artists don't, you know, they're not about it. Uh, as a agent male, he's, you know, a graphic designer and he's, you know, trying to perfect his craft. He's trying to get better and trying to get artists to commission uh, work for him, he's, you know, coming to the revelation that, hey, like, a lot of these artists out here, they're not about it. They're just, you know, tracers. They're a bunch of copy and pasters, and it's, it's, it sucks because here you are trying to commission art. You have, you know, an idea of what you want to do. You present it to someone that you think is competent to draw and to you know, to do these sketches and whatnot, and they can't. And then they, you know, lowball you by giving you a high number so that way you'll be deterred from not doing it. But then if you do have that money, you know, for the commission, then they'll feel some type of way because they're like, oh, shit, I'm trying, I'm trying to get this guy, you know, off my back, and he, he has the money for it. So that means that Fuck! I had to, I had to actually go along with this, and it's like it's such a shame. It's just a real shame with you know how scumbaggy people can be, and it's just a testament to how you know underhanded 
people are capable of being when it comes to dealing with business. And it's a good reason why you got to try to make it on your own. Because, again, no one cares about you as much as you do. So people don't have your best interest when it comes to, you know, these ventures. So at least if you do it on your own and you fail, as long as you know that, hey, you know, this is my bad. This is my doing. So I'll get better. I'll improve. And, you know, this is what Neil's kind of uh, going through, my, my co-host. But I know you can do it. And it's just an example of how artistry is, is dead. That being said, thank you so much for listening in, guys, on the download. And I'll have this episode out, you know, fairly quick. Just light editing, since it was just uh, me uh, doing a solo show. Uh, don't worry, with uh, the roundtable, there will be a roundtable episode right after this one. This is something, you know, to, you know, tie you guys over. Because, um, you know, we you know, we got to have that roundtable discussion. And, you know, I got to have it too. You know, I got to have my fix, but... Anyway, guys, this has been another episode of The Solo Show, only on Room Prime TV. And once again, I thank you guys for listening in to this episode. And please follow me on Twitter at Room Prime TV. And check me out on SoundCloud. This will be at Ampobeam. And I'm still trying to get on iTunes. Just got to time some loose sense, but... I promise you I'll be on iTunes. It'll be much easier for everyone to listen to. And with that being said, I'm Roman Prime, and peace out.